welcome to Living Life and Love at Night. I originally didn't want to do a podcast tonight. I was going to just, you know, sit back and chill. I'm trying to organize some other podcasts on my regular series. But I decided to talk a little bit tonight um, about questions. You know, a lot of us have questions about our condition. You know, why me? You know, we look in the mirror and see ourselves changing. And we often question, why me? You know, why did this happen to me? Why not someone else? And as I start to really think about it, maybe that other person couldn't handle living with vitiligo. Maybe you were the vessel chosen to help spread vitiligo awareness and education, you know, um, through your challenges and through your pain. And once you get to a point where you can talk about it, maybe just maybe your story is a story that's supposed to save somebody's life or change somebody's life. And I know it's not, you know, living vitiligo is not always easy for us. Um, Some people manage and navigate through life with vitiligo very easily. And some of us, it's not so easy. You know, it's a challenge. Uh, We deal with our frustrations and we deal with the anxiety and the low self-esteem and all the other things that come along with it. And there are some people, they don't deal with any of that. You know, they live life normal or as normal as can be in this world and um, never deal with their frustration that some of us deal with. And it's different for every person. You know, every vitiligo journey, every vitiligo journey. a person living with vitiligo is going to have a different life experience. But going back to that original question, you know, why me? And I asked that same question, you know, why did I have to have vitiligo? You know, I didn't always have it. And when it developed, it really made me start to question a lot of things, you know. Um, I think one of the questions we ask is how much, how much of my pigmentation will I lose, you know? What happens if I lose all of it? You know, what would I look like? You know, does that truly change who I am as a person, my genetic makeup? You know, you get all these weird questions that pop into your head. Sometimes late at night, you really start to think about it. And, you know, you just have to say to yourself that, you know, I was put on this earth for a purpose. And sometimes we don't discover our purpose until we are going through a life-changing situation. And I'm going to say having vitiligo is life-changing. It alters your, um, how you view yourself. It alters, you know, how the world views you. It, It alters a lot of things in your life, you know dealing with the medication and, and, you know, some of the treatments that are out there, what you're taking, you know, um, what you wear, um, where you go. It, it changes so much that a person not living with vitiligo does not truly understand. Um, and we could sit here all day and try to explain to somebody, but if you're not walking in somebody else's shoes, you really won't have a true understanding of it. Um, But there are a lot of questions, you know, I know we have people in our community that will say, well, why do you wear makeup? And that's for some men and women. That's a choice. 
some people choose to, you know, it's just that simple, you know, some men that I know wear makeup to cover up, you know, they want to cover their spots and that's their comfort zone. That's where they're at in their lives, you know, and there's some people that, you know, cover up because they enjoy wearing makeup. It's fine. It, it, it makes them, it enhances their natural beauty and they just like to wear it. They like to dress up, they, you know, so it, it's different for every person. You know, and I know we we question a little bit of everything. You know, sometimes it gets exhausting. Uh, I'm just being real and being honest. You know, um, you know I've had people. Why are you doing the podcast? You know, well, why do you say you have challenges with your vitiligo? You don't have as much as this person. What well, we all do. It's part of my walk of life right now. You know, I've had vitiligo challenges. I had some of those struggles. Maybe different from somebody else. But I've had them. Uh, why am I doing a podcast? Well, because for one, uh, Valerie invited me to do the podcast. Um, but on a different level, I feel like God gave me a purpose. And it's to speak about vitiligo, speak on my challenges, talk to other people living with vitiligo, not just here in the U.S., but across the world. Uh, and speak to other people who don't have vitiligo, however, can help spread a vitiligo awareness and education. You know, it's part of my purpose. It's part of my passion now. And I enjoy every last bit of it. Um, there have been times where I'm like, well, why am I doing a podcast? You know, what's the purpose? And I was once told, well, you you are the voice, you know, you're the voice that we hear. And we want you to continue to do your podcast because we look forward to what you have to say. And in all reality, I know I would not reach every person in this world, and that's cool. But as long as I say something that would impact somebody's life in a positive way, then I'm 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 comfortable with that. I'm okay with that. You know, um I don't know what kind of impact I'm making. And I don't think it's my place to truly know what that impact is. You know, if I change the life of someone I never see, that's fine. I've helped. I've changed that person's life. I don't see it. It doesn't bother me. You know, it doesn't change the fact that I'm still going to do another pack podcast. I'm still going to put that information out there. I'm still going to help somebody through my words. And I may never see that person. I may never see who I'm talking to. And, and I'm okay with that. To me, it's not about who, who am I seeing. It's about the message that I'm putting out there. Um, other questions I guess people have, you know, that we sometimes may have, you know, wow, why does it itch? We don't know. It's just one of those weird things. Yes, for some people with vitiligo, it itches before you get a spot. I don't know. I, I'm going to call it my spidey senses. It alerts me that, you know, hey, you're about to get another spot. And I'm at a, a stage in my life where I can deal with that. I can handle it. It's another spot I can't change. Um, I've been asked before, you know, why did you seek other treatment, you know, for my vitiligo? And I'm thinking, well, I tried the cream, you know, for several months, really didn't do anything for me. And what I tried to do was to live my life as much as I could. Um, without having to seek treatment. Now, what I 
could have done and should have done was uh, look for a support community to join, you know, before 2019. I think that would have helped me out a lot on my journey. Um, I do feel that support groups are great and wonderful. Um, we know with anything that you do, there are going to be challenges and pitfalls and, and things that happen. That you're going to have, have all these obstacles you have to go around. That's a part of life. But I'm thankful that I joined the support group. It has really been helpful, not just in my journey, but allow me to help others in theirs. You know, um, you know, I, I just feel like in, in in life, we're gonna get a lot of why questions. You know, why is VitFriend so important? Why is this group so important? Why is GVS so important? Uh, why would you do this? Why would you go here? You know, let me say this. What path you choose is your path and no one else has control over that. No one else really needs to know why you choose to do certain things. That's between you and the Lord, whatever you choose. You know, if you have a passion to do something and you want to do it, and it's not going to hurt people, it's here to help people, guess what? Do it. Now support you on that, and I'm sure millions of other people out there will support you on that. You know, that that um, that one percent, two percent, we support you on that. Your family and friends, we, they support you on that. You know, um, but that's really it. I, I didn't want to talk too long. I was just sitting here thinking, you know, that why question, why me, and just to kind of talk about it briefly. Uh, those of you who are listening to this, maybe you know you can answer that for yourself. You know, man, why, why me? And really come up with the answer as to why you and why not you. But anyway, um, I just wanted to share that with you guys. This is Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina with another episode of Living Life and Love at Night. You'll take care. Have a great night. Make sure you love someone, but most of all, you have to love yourself first. You'll take care. Peace. You have been listening to Living Life and Love with your host, Mark Braxton. 